0: Welcome to the UFC commentaries, UFC 3 edition. This is the one that we've been waiting for. Could not be more excited. I'm Chris Horvidell, joined as always by Greg Krohn. Greg, this show actually kind of, in a roundabout way, originated because of what we're about to watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, this this kind of branches back to the original show when we talked about some of the original tournaments. And uh, some of the ridiculous mashups, and, and that's what you get here, right at the beginning of UFC three. With uh, I'd say one of the more, I guess, freak show is not really the right word, but that would be probably <laughs> no, what, let's, what let's some people show. would describe it as. Yeah, let's go freak show. Some people show. would describe it. Yeah, it would, <laughs> they'd describe it as a freak show matchup because uh, one of the participants is a sumo wrestler and. It's it's an interesting, interesting fight to say the least.
0: No, I know it's asking a lot of you to have this encyclopedic knowledge of what happened in these early UFCs, but how how much more of this is there? Because this is certainly the craziest thing we've seen so far. Uh, how much more kind of you know, for lack of a better term, freak show matchups are there? You
1: don't really you don't really see a ton. You definitely see crazy things happen. Okay. There, there's no doubt about that. But there's not really any more not really any more ridiculous matchups like this, where you see someone of, uh, of this size going up uh, well, going up against what would be like a normal sized competitor.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with uh, no more ado, let's kick off UFC 3: The American Dream with uh, the fight between Keith Hackney and Emmanuel Yarborough. And uh, I'm going to cue this up right now. We are loading as we speak. And uh, anytime... Oh, title cards came in clear this time. Very exciting. Anytime you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Going. So uh, we're now in UFC 3. And oh my god. Oh, just... (laughs) Okay. I like how they took oh. right to him. You know, he kind of looks like yeah. this is like Andre Smith at the combine. Do you ever see that picture of him running shirtless at the combine? The old yeah, Alabama offensive exactly. lineman. Yeah. Except uh, I know
1: exactly what you're talking about.
0: And this is this is Emmanuel Yarbrough, correct? Because they haven't said his name yet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is Emmanuel Yarbrough. He is a six foot seven, six hundred and some pound. We haven't we haven't had the official numbers yet. Uh, sumo wrestler, as you've said, I as far as I know, he's just some. Oh, yeah, there you go, sumo wrestler, just some giant black dude, just giant.
1: I mean, talk about kicking off a tournament with uh, with some spectacular spectacular matchups. I mean, this, he is, is, gigantic. this is borderline pornographic.
0: Like this is borderline pornographic.
1: To be six foot seven, in general, is large, but you tack on that kind of mass. Yeah. They're like six seven might be an exaggeration. He's talking to Big John
0: McCarthy. I'll Big John McCarthy. I don't know. I mean, that, he's got like at least three inches on him for this this match. That's Little John. <laughs> okay, so we've got <laughs> Little John. We've got Keith Hackney right here, who you know, kind of looks like he's a stunt double for Patrick Swayze. A lot of Patrick Swayze talk. <laughs> Patrick, it really is Patrick Swayze on the brain. Uh, I don't know I what they, what they try to accomplish with these these shots of them kind of working out or lifting weights, but I, now I know he's lifted a weight before. They're trying to just show how uh, how tough they are, how strong they are by doing
1: curls with a ridiculous bar. Here is what I don't get. Yeah. Um, I I just like to show to show all that and then have have like like the ridiculous Patrick Swayze look.
2: Uh-huh. I
1: mean, he's clearly ready to go. Come in with the towel sure. all set up. Um, he looks like any uh, like any generic mid-80s like yeah. hero in a, right. in a movie.
0: Six foot eight, 6'16 six for Yarborough, 5'11 200 pounds for Hackney. He is a White Tiger Kempo Kung Fu artist from uh, Brazil, Illinois. And Yarborough from New Jersey. So if you've spent some time at, in the Wildwood Beach, you may have seen Emmanuel Yarborough strutting his past me seven years seven years older I didn't than Arborough I did not see the age oh, there's JB JBS baby Joe buck senior <laughs> <Sr>. Sh- <laughs> still showing up the uh, I'm always interested in the people behind Joe Buck senior because it's a weird group it, it looks like it Ma- is Manupol's father is back there uh, <laughs> I don't it's just some some random oh my god Yarborough is, is an absolute monster. And, I mean, he's a massive guy. Yeah, that's got to be so uncomfortable. Like, how? That's got to be so uncomfortable. Like, those are... Is he... There's rolls, and then there's, like... What, is he, what oh, is he chewing on? I don't know. In that. Octagon? Is he chewing gum? The skull of another man. It could be. Like, he's got some saggy boobs, is what I'm
1: saying. I mean,
0: listen. <laughs> that is a, an interesting body type. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> don't right. see that often. Hackney's ready to go. He is hype. He's ex- you know, He's actually kind of looks terrified and has no idea what he's going to do. I mean, perfectly clothed hair for Hackney, though. Now, isn't that the, the important like, thing? So Hackney's got to win this because this is the last. Mean, how do you even attack this, though? Yeah. If you're looking across the ring
1: at a 600-pound guy and you weigh, what did we say, 230? 200. 200
0: okay even less how do you how do you do this how do you, what is your plan of attack yeah yarborough's got 8 inches and 415 pounds uh, he's not a he's not a nimble man is yarborough the, the quite, <laughs> oh oh shit <laughs> an absolute windmill open oh palm. but this is trouble hackney so hackney just lands a huge blow to yarborough's head Knocks Yarborough down. Yarborough gets on top and just starts mauling him like a bear. Now he's trying. Yeah. He, is, he is ripping Hackney. He threw him out of the cage. <laughs> through the door of the cage. Yarborough threw Hackney out of the cage. He has been eliminated from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Hackney's still ready to go. He
1: yeah. was just physically thrown through the door of the octagon. Yeah, did not face. But him. he's still didn't, ready.
0: Didn't face him at all. Shirt halfway no. ripped off
1: it's yeah. just maniacal.
0: Yeah, I mean, all right, so I I haven't looked ahead past the past this first round as we were making sure the order was right. But like you said, this is the last time there's one of these crazy ones. So that makes me think Hack uh, Yarbrough has to lose. Because otherwise gonna... otherwise they would Yeah, what well, this is like Hackney does not know what to do. He's I mean, there's a lot of swatting. He's throwing, like, windmill
1: overhands. Because you
0: have to. Really
1: trying to... Yeah. You can't get close. The reach is too ridiculous.
0: And Yarborough just caught his foot when he when he was going after him. Hackney's <laughs> on top, pummeling him. Oh, this might be it.
2: This Huge be hammer it.
0: fist here. This might be it. He... Huge hammer fist. Yarbrough is getting up, and he's kind of defending himself in so much as he's put his hand on his head. But he's just a... Hackney's just attacking his spine. It seems like if this was a, another fight with a normal man, this would have been called long ago because Yarborough is not defending himself. But he also doesn't seem too phased by it. Okay, it's over. I mean... It's over. The, the, there was a slight defense where he put his hand up for like a second to,
1: to deflect the 37 uh, blow that he took in the face. Um but but not a lot of defense on the ground. Hackney just absolutely like crushing away with hammer fists, coming from underneath, and he's still really chewing. really bringing some power. Whatever he was chewing, he is still chewing. Of course, because apparently that's what you do when you get punched in the face forty-seven times. You continue to chew your gum.
0: Yeah, I mean that he, that might be teeth at this point, but Keith it Hackney, could be. It very well could be. Keith Hackney has advanced to the semifinals. That was that was pretty crazy. That was that was pretty crazy. <laughs> the uh, first the first knockdown
1: the first knockdown is the most ridiculous. Right when it starts, and he throws that just gigantic looping right hand, and it's it's just all she
0: wrote. Oh, right here, boom on yeah, the replay. Uh, yeah, looks like it's it like toppling a tree. Yeah, it looks like he hits him in the bridge of the nose, and just Yarborough goes down. It's open fisted too. <laughs> Palm strike right to the face. Yeah, I would love to know what it is that Yar, Yarborough is saying right now. He's like, "This was a giant mistake. I made a terrible decision. I need, I need to get my eating under control. I don't know. I'm not going to live long. I'm not going to." All right, here's here's an interesting game we're going to play. An interesting and morbid game. Gregory Crone, is Emmanuel Yarborough still alive?
1: Ah, uh, see, I already know the answer. <laughs> Ugh,
0: what's the answer? He passed away, I believe, in 2015. So he made it longer than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah. He went on to fight again in Pride, I believe. Um, yeah, I actually saw uh, a, preview a for one of his other fights, and I was wondering if that was today. Yeah, it didn't didn't have a ton of career fights. Did have a
1: victory uh, due to, I believe... Uh, it was a TKO via smothering, I believe is what the uh, the call was. Well, yeah. that's, that's
0: kind of what I wanted to see. I just wanted to see Yarborough, like, body slam him, get on top of him, and just, like, see what Hackney could do, how he could get out of there. <laughs> I don't think there's a way to get
1: out. That's why when he was mauling him, uh, a-, a la The Revenant,
2: yeah. I would
1: have <laughs> expected, you would have expected him to be able to keep Hackney down and really just pummel him.
0: Jim Brown. Adding a lot. A lot of commentary, a lot of really sage wisdom being added by Jim Brown, who I'm not sure has spoken through three UFCs. Yeah, we're, we're, we're literally already well, – well, he might actually
1: – he may have added a chuckle right there. Oh, yeah. He may I have mean, added a chuckle that, as the video ended.
0: That's what he does. He he laughs. But that is pretty much it. All right, let's move on to uh, Ken Shamrock versus Christopher Leninger. Leninger? We'll never know. Oh my god! I can't wait for the next one. This guy looks crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, UFC three has some interesting characters. When I went back, I didn't I didn't rewatch it prior to this. Yeah. Uh, I just looked at I looked at the names, and I just remember uh, a lot of guys. Sure. And there, there's some there's some serious characters uh, in this.
0: All right, are you um, ready to go?
1: I am not. Hang on, Ugh. I'm getting there.
0: Always. Slowing the show down. Emmanuel Yarborough died December 21st, 2015 in Richmond, Virginia. He was uh, 51 years old. And he did get down to a svelte 595 pounds at the time of his death. All right, well. I am ready, sir, whenever you are. All right, let's let's push play. I'm fascinated to know. Yarborough was apparently in a movie called Dirty Movie. And... I'm fascinated. What could that possibly be about? I'm fascinated to know. It looks like it's in the – oh, here's some glamour shots of Ken Shamrock wrestling shirtless with a guy on the in jeans. Why is he wrestling in jeans and boots? <laughs> the other guy is What serious. is going on? Oh, the other guy doesn't have shoes, but that's fine. Uh, National Lampoon's Dirty Movie was released in 2011. It received three out of ten stars on IMDb. It's, a uh, an outrageous cut-rate producer, Charlie LaRue, is about to fulfill his lifelong dream to make a movie about the most offensive, dirtiest jokes ever told. Here's the question. Is anyone... What is shoot fighting? Did we talk about this last week? It's basically... I, I think we have, but it's basically,
1: like, it, it, I guess the style sort of comes out of, like, the opposite of what pro wrestling is, how pro wrestling's super fake. uh uh-huh. Uh, you know that's not actual fighting <laughs> so essentially what a real a real fight is a
0: shoot fight okay Ken Shamrock looks like he's readying for his porn shoot dude taking off the silk <laughs> robe he took the robe off
1: <laughs> he really really embraced that robe takeoff yes he did
0: all right so this other this other gentleman uh it's a Laringer, christopher Leringer. Wow, this guy is, <laughs> this guy is gonna fight Ken Shamrock, apparently. I, he looks like he's in his like mid to late forties. So <laughs> right? like, I
1: mean Like I think the guy he's flipping over should be the guy potentially fighting.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, this is just like a karate teacher. Like... I mean
1: a lot of judo throws. A lot of judo throws in that in that video montage.
0: Alright, so I know you were wondering about the cast of dirty movie. Um, of course. You know, Christopher Maloney was in it. Uh, that was uh, from wow, from Stabler. SBU. Wow, uh, Mario Cantone—that's uh, a name I know, but he's, I think he's one of those like A and E shows. And he was on Seinfeld, Sex in the City, potentially the comedian. Okay. And uh, there you go, there you go. And Adam Ferreira, who is uh, was on the uh, Nurse Jackie on Showtime. Now
1: another comedian.
0: I know what you're thinking. This scored 3 out of 10 stars on IMDb. Did it get a sequel? I'm happy to tell you it did. Another dirty movie <laughs> was made in 2012. Uh, this is uh, two college film students set out to make an homage to Charlie LaRue. Not for not for art or for money. They're doing it for a hot chick. Wow. And uh, this time, oh. Jonathan Silverman. So... Huh. A lot of a lot of people returning from one to the other, and that that's pretty much all the people you know as I turn to the screen and once again Joe Buck senior is in front of me
1: So much screen time, so much Shamrock Shamrock is legitimately like the shorts are just too tight they're
0: just too tight. Yeah. like what are we doing? Yeah, yeah that's the uh, not a not a great look for Shamrock. Not leaving much to the old imagination.
1: No, not even a little bit, to be perfectly honest.
0: But this Asian dude is into it. In the bottom left. Screen. I mean,
1: he is. Yeah, I see him in the yellow. He is. <laughs> he's he's really it. getting a full view of Ken Shamrock. He's
0: buying what Ken Shamrock is selling for sure. All right. <laughs> Joe Buck Senior just keeps talking. Oh my God! It this he lo- it looks like Al Bundy? It looks the bl- like Al-
1: the blue gee. Gi- the blue gee gi- throws me. He yeah. looks like he's exhausted from walking to the to the ring. <laughs> he does. He should like be- I understand, maybe you warmed up a little bit in the in the back, like get a little sweat going. But he looks like he's fully exhausted.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. He needs an injury. I wonder if life. they let him know it was the quarterfinals.
1: Like he, he just he doesn't have to actually fight anyone in the back.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish that they would have had this guy fight Yarborough.
1: Oh God, the ridiculousness. <laughs> The, the blue gi versus the only just the white karate pants. Oh, it would
0: have been amazing! Would have been amazing. All right, the fight is on, and I think this guy in the in the blue knows he's he's very outclassed. I, like I mean, it. he's got to. I like when there's just these weird little like faint punches thrown at at absolutely nothing. Like there is a good five feet between them. I don't know if he's expecting to land. I don't he's know just he's trying able...
1: to set it up. I he's just can't. trying to. Set... Shamrock continuing to fake like he's going to throw a leg kick, but he's wearing shoes. So <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty confident that, that you weren't allowed to kick when you had shoes on. Now, that changes down the road. There's, there's a fight, I think it's UFC 17, uh, Mark Coleman and Petey Williams, and the fight ends with a head kick, but Petey Williams has shoes on when he oh throws it. So it's very interesting that rules may have changed. And now we're, now we're, on, the, we're on the mat here.
0: It looks like some eye gouging going on. Shamrock looks to have already bloodied his opponent, Leringer. or yeah, you know, Leninger. Shamrock's face is bright purple. Yeah, he is. He is into this. Like, it is bright purple. Shamrock
1: looks We're a like. One minute
0: into this fight. Did you? You guys? You and the, your brother enjoy those uh, those old MTV shows, right? The, uh Oh, the challenge. The challenge. Yeah, Shamrock looks like he should be on one of those shows.
1: First of all. It's not an old MTV show. It's still on to this day, and I still watch every episode the second it comes
0: out. Okay, well, you you, you watch them live, really? Absolutely,
1: 1,000%. Mainly because I don't have MTV, and I have to do it because I don't have a DVR or God. MTV. so God, yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Why don't you have a DVR? I guess I do through PlayStation View. I don't know. I'm one of those no-cord guys. I don't
0: mess around. Uh, you don't have cable? Nah. I don't have time for that. Uh, I I have UFC Fight Pass to watch. That's that's true. I don't know what I would do without (laughs) it. I don't know. I have so much crap on my DVR.
1: I mean, PlayStation View, I get like 40 channels, you know, and I don't even watch half of those. Really, I only have it for live sports, so I can watch Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, that sort of stuff.
0: I understand the argument. I just – I think it's a convenience thing. Sure. 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 uh, we're not doing any advertising here, but I do genuinely like the Comcast X1 platform. I think it's, it's very intuitive. Yeah. So, and I it's can not just, bad. I can just talk into my remote and say, hey, find me stuff from this guy. Find me this thing and go record it and it's done. And I can I can record yeah. stuff from anywhere. Or watch it from anywhere, too. Well, that's <laughs> how I watch MTV. I may or may not have a parent that has that. Uh, Steve's got MTV, doesn't he? And he's given you <laughs> Some logins,
1: free access, baby. Oh man. The, the, the ground battle here is sort of ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, a, it's like. Uh... can't gets two points for wrestling. Yeah, now I was good riding time. It looks like college wrestling more than anything else. That's
1: exactly what it looks like.
0: or Also, an, grabbing the cage or an attempt lands on the
1: cage for uh, Mister Lining
0: yeah, I'm going Len do you know how it's pronounced or are we just guessing? I have no idea. I've never going, seen I'm, this fight before. I'm going Leninger. Why we, why would we not Leninger works? I would I think I think Leninger is how we how they're gonna do this. Uh but he's he is, he is given up at this point. He is trying not to die, but also to not have very down. turtled. He's all turtled yes. up, he's not going anywhere. Yes, yes. He is not trying to uh, show anything that Shamrock can injure.
1: Actually, he's, they, they when they showed the title card, they said he was from Scottsdale, and I was waiting till UFC three to reveal that on my honeymoon I went and took judo classes from him in no, Scottsdale. No, no, I'm just kidding. That'd oh, be no. amazing, though. I will pay for those. <laughs> I just will fly me out there to take one judo class uh, with him. No, this no, is this bad. She's in a bad
0: spot here. Travel not included, but I will happily pay for the judo class if you happen to be in Scottsdale here but it's got to be recorded. Is... Got to be recorded for the website. Content, baby. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so Shamrock is trying to rape this guy. That is what's going I, on well, here. that's aggressive, but <laughs> he certainly uh, he certainly got impressed
1: up against the cage and he's just absolutely pummeling him. Uh, Jim
0: genital,
1: Brown not impressed might be asleep in the background.
0: genitals well they only wheel you know they like nudge Jim Brown every time a fight's over and they're going to come to camera. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Alright, Jim, Time to wake up, buddy. Start smiling. Yeah. He he doesn't even – like, his headphones aren't even attached to anything else. Like, he's listening to old 80s, like, heavy metal.
1: They just told him they were wireless and they weren't plugged in. There's the tap. (laughs) I'm
0: not getting the tap from – I'm not sure what. My guess is just pummeling.
1: Yeah. That's what I'll have to go with. I
0: think Leninger just had enough. I think he just had (laughs) enough and he's like, I can't win this. I'm going to stop taking a beating.
1: You can only take so many direct punches in the face while you're pressed up against the cage and have nowhere to go before uh, before you before you're done.
0: Big John's like, "Hey, y'all right?" and he's like, "No, you idiot! I am clearly badly injured.
1: <laughs> I came in fatigued, convict.
0: Yeah, I started out tired. I'm now dead. Gregory, what is twenty slash twenty Fry versus Takayama? Because I have the option to watch it now. Twenty versus twenty, Fry versus Takayama. Twenty
1: slash uh, 20, yes. I I, f- I have a feeling this week is uh, the best of Pride week oh. on uh, UFC Fight Pass. So I believe it's a flashback and like a like sort of a commentary sort of thing on uh, the Don Fry tayama match um, from Pride. It, they have a whole bunch of stuff going on this week of, leading up to UFC two hundred and ten, but this. This week is like a whole bunch of retrospectives for Pride. So if you go to the UFC's website, they have a bunch of uh, different things all about Pride and whatnot. So
0: so I went ahead and oh my god, this dude's getting messed up. I Went ahead and clicked it, and uh, it, it is—it's actually—it's a match. And oh yeah, and it's just kind of one of those things where like, you know, some some shows are like they'll show repeats, but then they'll put the word bubbles over top to tell you like what's going on behind the scenes. That's kind gotcha. of what's going on here. So it's here. like
1: pop-up video.
0: Exactly. A patriotic American, Fry began wearing stars and striped shorts after the September 11th terrorist attacks. So
1: Ah, that's the one it is. So it's the first, that's the first fight, um, the first American to fight in pride since uh, 9-11, I believe is that. That's the cue the there.
0: All right, so we're gonna go. Um, this one looks good. This one looks good, and it's not gonna be long. Is uh, Harold Howard versus Roland Payne? I'm uh, I'm excited to see this this hacksaw Jim Duggan looking fella go after it. <laughs> I'm very. Uh, sure. Tell me when you're ready. I'm good. Let's go then. So we uh, okay. So. He also also kind of looks a little bit like Michael Cuditz from uh, who was Abraham on The Walking Dead.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I didn't know that guy's real name.
0: Michael Cut. Oh, he's just hitting himself in the in the thigh for some reason. I've never. Yeah, I, I mean, I I guess he's trying to strengthen up for leg kicks. I, know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I would just I don't I, I don't know if that's the way you do that. But uh, more power to him. Beats me. Do not know what is written on his pants, but he's got kind of like boxing shorts on. Roland Payne is a Muay Thai kickboxer.
1: Yeah, they're they're Muay Thai shorts. They're a little bit higher, but you know, because in Muay Thai, you're, there's a lot of leg strikes, kicks, knees, things like that.
2: Gotcha. Uh,
1: so the the higher the higher shorts, the more range of motion that you have. Which makes me guess that what's written on his shorts is in Thai, mm. maybe, or
0: he's going high waisted because he doesn't want to show his belly yeah I mean we've seen that before. We've seen that before. Uh, all right, so this is exciting. This guy looks absolutely crazy. This is uh, <laughs> this, this is Howard Harold Howard and he looks like an absolute lunatic. He, he definitely kicked that guy in the face and I don't think he meant to. I would like this is I'm... the kind of guy that you run into at a bar in like at like 1:45 in the morning. And you just... Oh my God! He's wearing the um, the the... the oh God, who was it? Terminator? No, 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 no. The Steiner brothers. The oh Scott, God. The, the Scott Steiner sunglasses. <laughs> First of all, he does, He looks like
1: he looks like if if the Undertaker had a real little brother,
0: yeah,
1: who like wasn't anywhere near as good of an actor as him,
0: and apparently was Canadian.
1: <laughs> if only. I love the <sighs>
0: jumpsuits. I need that jacket. I would wear that to work. <laughs> Again, if if you'll let it be taped for the website, I'll get it for you. I gladly wear it to work.
1: I like this Canadian flag. Hold that up. Make sure we all know.
0: Yeah, go Canada. Ridicu-
1: ridiculous red smoking jacket to be wearing cage side.
0: This guy. I'm not
1: sure. I'm not sure what the point of that is, but I like it.
0: This is just great. This, all right, so Roland Payne. Is po- Howard Howard. Five nine two zero five. 205. Howard is 6'2", 230 from Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Payne from Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, Payne, 30 How- years Howard old. Howard, he actually looks like a cross
1: between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. Like, if you somehow mashed those two together, that's what you would get.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I, I can see where you're going with that. Very <laughs> and he's very intense. Oh, and she's the first ring girl that we've seen. That's a, a very different interpretation from what they have currently. Yes, much different. All right. Wow, these rings. This is really just like padding zip-tied onto the cage, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I just noticed that as they flashed in on JB, V two.
0: Boy, this is uh, uh, not a cage. This is just, This is a cage that has been reappropriated from what it's originally intended to do. Yeah. It was it was intended for something completely
1: different, no. and they're like,
0: you know what? If we put pads on this, we could make an octagon. Yeah, probably get away with it. Be way cheaper than actually having it custom made. So Joe Buck, Joe Buck Jr. starts reading, you know, War and Peace. He's we're getting a little bit each fight. We're all learning. Very important. And these two fighters are just like, you know what? What's his name? Is that that's Payne? Might have a little gut. I'm just saying this right now doesn't look like he's in the best shape of all the fighters we've seen
1: i mean he is he definitely has the glamour
0: muscles you may be right with the uh
1: with with the stomach situation i don't know i can't figure it out
0: not doing enough ab work is uh, is the problem no Uh, oh this guy i would be so terrified if i harold harold howard which is not a good name and good easy name to say is just like, Not no hands up, just point karate, like point no. karate stance. Oh, Ooh. sweet punches to the head, sweet punches <laughs> to the head, and a knee. I would be so utterly terrified of perhaps of all the people we've seen through three UFCs, aside from maybe uh, Gerard Gordeaux, Like Howard, would yeah, be, Howard would be the guy I would be most terrified if he st- randomly started to fight with me in public.
1: He legitimately looks like he is psychotic. Yes. Like
0: that. Oh! He, he looks like he. Could, yeah, that's
1: that one's gonna hurt tomorrow. It,
0: it appears to Ooh. be over. Harold Howard. Big John saving Roland Payne. Harold Howard with the Quick work with the uh, just winding punch that landed, knocked Roland Payne down, and the gentleman with the smoking jacket and no shirt under it. Isn't to celebrate. Like, like sir, sir, please put
1: the shirt on underneath it. Like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: it's... you already look ridiculous because you're wearing a red smoking jacket at a uh, full contact, like, sport in, at ringside. But no shirt on underneath get, showing off your, your bountiful chest hair
0: probably isn't the best look. Yeah, he, that's like he showed up at a restaurant and it was one of those, sir, you have to wear a jacket to eat here. You know? <laughs> If you don't have one, you can wear this sword jacket because that thing does not look like it fits in.
1: No, not even in the least.
0: I like to watch people's reactions in these slow-motion shots when somebody lands a giant punch. And uh, in this case, people seem to be doing the mannequin challenge in the, in the crowd. <laughs> There's not a lot of movement in the background. I no, no, Jerry Garcia not. had zero reactions. Ed, uh, Ed Too Tall Jones is talking to... <laughs> roland payne right now
1: ringside doctor ed too Tall jones
0: <laughs> he's uh, had to go film police academy 2 right after this that is a, a sweet shirt this guy is uh, do we do we see roland payne much moving forward i don't believe so if we do he's
1: not very memorable
0: well farewell roland payne you uh <laughs> you introduced us to harold howard and that's really we hardly knew you. That is really the lasting legacy that you could hope for. <laughs> oh my god, that well, is that guy is nuts. Will Jim Brown talk? It's the fact that we get, it's it's the fact that we get more Harold Howard. Yeah, that's, no, absolutely. that's really the benefit. I'm trying to figure out this third guy here with uh, with Jimmy Brown and the the only guy who's actually talking. You know, uh, did you watch Thirty Rock? Uh, not really, but I, I'm familiar with it. You know, you know, Kenneth Parcell, the weird little, the weird little, uh, aide? Jack McBride. Yeah. in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looks like, did you watch Dexter? Nah. Ugh, this is a great reference. He looks like Quinn from Dexter and uh, Jack McBrier had a kid. Um, all right, well, let's move on. We have uh, fight number four, which is Hoist Gracie. And, uh, you know, I've watched a UFC fight before, so I'm just going to assume Hoist Gracie wins this one and the next two. Um, versus <laughs> Kimo Leopoldo. And this is uh, actually a pretty long fight. This is uh, 11 minutes and 25 seconds. And uh, let me know when you are ready to go.
1: I am ready, sir. Let's go.
0: All right. Yeah, this is
1: is an interesting fight for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know who this is yet. I was Hoist
1: Gracie.
0: Yeah. I like how we have to get the full intro. I'm
1: pretty sure you know who he is. Like, everyone's pretty familiar.
0: Yeah, like, I know who that guy is. So anybody who's actually paying to watch this knows who this is. Especially in, like, 1996
1: or 1995, whenever this one was. Like, you have to imagine that most people... Most people know
0: yeah, he's the guy at this point he is the god of the sport yeah
1: I mean really the pioneer
0: oh they the line a super team. young kid at the front he's uh <laughs> he's gonna be fighting in UFC 14 I believe super they go super young super Actually, old that's interesting okay yeah, yeah I guess
1: you go youngest and oldest that makes sense and then this random guy giving massages in the line understandable sure, sure. I get it. it's just weird. Weird back head rub. Not sure what we were trying to accomplish, but you know, I like the strategy. Well, you
0: haven't been walking down a crowded aisle to only have to have a random stranger give you a back head rub. You're not living your life. I guess life. not. You are not living your life, sir. <laughs> All right, Hoist Gracie in the ring talking to Big John about what they're going to do afterwards to celebrate Hoist Gracie's win. Kimo Leopoldo. Oh, this dude is. Uh, this dude's serious. Kimo, I don't. oh it says jesus tattooed across his chest that
1: uh, i I can't believe those are true bench presses i mean that that that, first of all it doesn't look like he's doing it okay
0: so can we address the fact that his back tattoo of jesus looks a little sexual
1: it's a little bit weird it's a little weird
0: it's not your odd job over here yeah it is not your standard tattoo and i just pray that he wrestles with earrings because that seems like a giant advantage
1: I mean, they're, first of all, they're gigantic
0: hoop earrings. Mm-hmm. Would you say anything but, to him about it? I wouldn't. Be like, I know, oh, absolutely the, not. i look great, I'm, sir. I'm, uh, yeah. Jesus said... Oh, I can't read it. I missed it.
1: It's too, there's too much. There's too
0: much. Oh, my.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. This is what we're doing.
0: He is, this is what we're doing. Okay, he is simulating Jesus being... <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, he's... He's not—he's
1: just carrying it, just carrying the cross to the ring. You're
0: right. Well, this not is, not your not your prototypical ring entrance. Uh, well, first of all, the cross is gigantic. Anybody who went to Catholic school knows that they made Jesus carry his cross before they crucified him.
1: So it's a really, really interesting uh, decision to bring it all the way to the ring. I don't. Know. Did they think it was a hardcore match? Is that what we're going with? Uh, I, I don't know. All right, so Vince McMahon was praying somewhere that that became a hardcore match.
0: Look, a little bit weird that he comes in with the Jesus cross and now he's praying to Allah. He's just really trying to cover his bases here. He's I, not sure it, who's right, it, but it, he supports everyone. And he—that is the most intimidating talk to, that Big John has ever encountered.
1: The stare, the stare alone with Big John scares me. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not messing with chemo. He—he's—he's—he's
0: no. he's, he's a guy that's gonna tear your face off. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this one because I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. A lot of times, these these weird crazy people do not end up being the best fighters. But well, I mean, I guess we do know what's gonna happen. He's fighting Hoist Gracie. Hoist Gracie's gonna win. But it's gonna take a while, I'm guessing. All yeah, I
1: don't time. know. If I mean, it's it's an, look. First of all, yeah, I love the hype man. Did you see the hype man leaning I, over the, heck top yeah, screaming, heck yeah. Interesting. Don't want to get in the ring myself, but I want to lean over the ring and scream at
0: you. And I like Gracie. Gracie's just—he's there. He's ready to go. Doesn't Very stoic. Doesn't need to make a big show out of this. Already knows he's gonna have the technical skills to defeat this. This crazy. I don't know if he what he is. I don't know if Kimo is Samoan. I believe Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Okay. So we're in that same. Hawaiian area, or so. Samoan. They haven't showed us the, the title card with everyone's height and weight. They just assume we know who Hoist Gracie is, and they're apparently not going to. Cause the fight now we're is, getting right into it is on. I like Oof. oh you can't be I feel like you can't be aggressive with Hoist Gracie.
1: No, you kind of gotta hang back. The more you come at him, I mean, that's what he wants you to do. He wants to take you down. Look at a clinch game too. So, I mean. Vismo's gotta have—he's gotta have fifty to seventy-five pounds on. He's crazy, and he's just kind of, kind of. Ma- oh, oof! Nice uppercut. We're back out. We're out of the ring again. Yeah, they need to Guys. unlock that door. Who's, who's not latching the door correctly? Like, I mean, I, come on. Or I guess because it's PVC piping covered by foam, <laughs> not the most well put together cage in the world.
0: Alright, so uh, Leopoldo via Wikipedia is listed at six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds. Hoyce Gracie, five foot uh, six foot, one seventy
1: six. Okay, so a good a good seventy five to eighty pound uh, advantage.
0: And Hoyce is keeping him
1: pressed up against the cage pretty well. I mean uh, oh, as soon as I say that of course it gets
0: reversed. And he's back in it.
1: I mean what is that?
0: You gotta, <laughs> Was, is that the hype man out there? Yes, it is.
1: It is. It <laughs> is. is. He's been in
0: a cage, basically. Big John
1: just slap him down. Get out of there.
0: And this is a, this is a battle of it seems uh, Gracie is just too good technically to to beat with That's a little headbutt.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it you know it's strength versus technique at a certain point. In, you know, Luis has sort of like an underhook on chemo, and there's not really much chemo can do to get away, which is pretty ridiculous.
0: But at the same time, nothing really seems to be happening. Just Gracie gets these. No, the, he's just kind of trying to wear him punch. out.
1: Looking to trip him. There we go. Ooh, right, so this probably is not good.
0: Chemo is on top. I haven't watched enough to know who this isn't good for. Who not is...
1: good for Gracie, because he has his back. He just doesn't fully have it. And, and he's going to end up probably losing it Based off Hoist's grappling ability, so G does Hoist no favors in this though because it's something for Chemo to grab onto.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so Chemo is on top of Gracie on the ring, and this is this is probably the most like kind of would you say this is the most kind of like modern day fight that we've seen so far? Uh, yeah, it's it's much more. There's, there's a lot of clinching,
1: sort of up against the cage, which you see a lot of nowadays, and now. Legitimate grappling, a great, a great get-out of uh, of the mounted position with Kimo using his hips to push Hoist over in sort of reverse position. I mean, it's a very – I mean, it's not the, the prettiest grappling, uh, this but it, there's this feels, grappling. This feels bad.
0: This feels – okay, is, this felt bad. I thought Hoist was about to lock in an arm bar or something. It was close. It was certainly close. We just couldn't hold on to him. And that's just – he's just smacking him in the face. Also, I feel like anytime you go into – One of these fights with a long ponytail, which Gracie is now holding on to, is a giant disadvantage.
1: Yeah, something you can't do now is grab this hair, but in this case, everything's legal
0: for the most part. I mean,
1: the hair is technically part of you. It's like the NFL.
0: Yeah, he is. uh, I don't know how that doesn't happen more often, by the way. The guy's getting pulled down from behind by their dreadlocks. Uh, yeah, I mean, it happens. It's I know, I, I would think of it. I mean, I guess it's a pride thing. But Gra- Gracie is just, he's been holding on to this hair for the last minute and a half. At least. Not really doing a lot. He, got a, he came out of his
1: forearm, like, on always his neck, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what the a weird is. Gracie's just landing, like, two-foot punch after two-foot punch. completely uncontested. Looks like Gracie's bleeding for the the first time we've seen him in a UFC, and this is the first round. Somebody lost a mouthpiece. Or he tore his hair off. I'm not sure. Oh, that's
1: an interesting point. Uh, I think he tore his hair off. I mean, it's definitely definitely done something. I I don't know. It could have just been him pulling the ponytail out, and then the mouthpiece fell, or it could be both. Ooh. I mean, another takedown. Now we're in the corner.
0: He's got the arm. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I guess we see a little bit of that hair on top, but it seems like there's there's less. I think that might have been yeah, a like chunk the of ponytail hair. disappeared. Yeah, I think he, I think Gracie ripped there out something There it is. Tap. Ah. Wait, who tapped? Armbar. Oh, okay, so okay, so Chemo tapped. Gracie wins.
1: Chemo tapped to an armbar. I mean, that's. To be honest, that's easily the toughest challenge Hoist has faced so
0: far for two tournaments. Jean-Claude Van Damme in the ring with Hoist Gracie right now. <laughs> that's exciting. And Hype Man took his shirt off. Not clear why, why but Why is his big...
1: shirt off?
0: <laughs> why are we pointing? Why are well,
1: we pointing and, and the Hype Man's trying to go fight?
0: Chemo. yeah, he's trying to fight the either the old guy or the young child.
1: The entire Gracie family, apparently.
0: Chemo got messed up and he lost some hair. That yeah, is, that's a tough it, loss.
1: It is to lose to lose both your hair and uh, and I guess uh, your pride. I, I don't know. I mean, it, re, really exhilarating four and a half minutes though, honestly.
0: Also, I think it's interesting that this is one of the few times we've seen a fight end and the the, the combatants did not shake hands afterwards. And I, I yeah there was. Chemo may be a little there bit angry because uh, Hoyce pulled his hair out, and that's understandable. Yeah.
1: Well, it wasn't a lot of uh, uh, love lost between these two.
0: Hoyce looks Hoist absolutely exhausted. Hoyce is, he is beat, he is bloodied. I don't know, maybe this, I, uh, I don't know. What is... Hard I, to predict. I think he's still, I think he, this is like a Willis Reed kind of deal. I think he still wins this. I you think, cut, come back, come I, out with one leg. I think he wins this tournament. All right, there's. He uh, hits an armbar and then uh, and then teases. So now we play our favorite game. Will Jim Brown talk? <laughs> security, oh, almost. security behind Jim Brown.
2: Almost.
1: They wanted to kick it to him, but they chose not to. L- like I through... they're talking about. They're, I guess they're talking about Hoist holding the arm bar in too long.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm not
1: sure, but he looks. Me. I mean, it looks like he lets go pretty quickly. I don't know. There's there's definitely some anger involved.
0: All right, so that is the first round of our tournament. We've got. This is the injury replacement, or what do we have here?
1: So, uh, so here, here's what happened. Uh, the the wonderful Keith Hackney, uh, in his in his fight with Emmanuel Yarbrough, um, not shockingly, broke his hand in oh. the in the in the in the display uh, of punches. So he was replaced by... um, Felix Mitchell. Felix Mitchell, yes. So uh, Felix Mitchell goes on to face Ken Shamrock.
0: All right, let's... And This looks like another longer fight. Seems completely unfair to Shamrock that a fresh guy gets to come in and go, but let me know when you're ready. Them's the brakes. I'm good. Oh, I'm significantly into this somehow. I am, like... A while in. All right, let's let's be let's be ready here. I'm, I'm four seconds in. Where you at? I am.
1: Yeah, I'm probably four seconds in. All right,
0: let's let's go.
1: It's not giving me the seconds, but I'm gonna guess that's, that's what fine. it is. They we... just cut over to Felix Mitchell for the first time. Exactly. We've
0: got we've we've got Felix Mitchell on the screen. We're introducing it's him. Is he a boxer? I'm not sure. Uh, Felix Mitchell is a Shao Lung, Shaolin Shaolin. Kung Fu Master.
1: Interesting, interesting. Shaolin, Not
0: the the best boxing form I've ever seen, but not terrible. Yes, he's a Kung Fu Master. His name is Felix Lee Mitchell, which puts him in prime serial killer territory.
1: Yeah, there's three names. That'll do it. Uh, Scary vibe.
0: Intimidating face. Uh, Two-person conga line. Very interesting technique. Look, it's, it's much more personal. It's more streamlined. They know what they're doing. This good guy kind of looks like Idris Elba, um, who is actually training to be a fighter for some show. So. MMA
1: gloves. Actually, I guess they're kickboxing. No, they're not
0: kickboxing gloves.
1: Cause kickboxing gloves are different. But one of the first times we're seeing a guy with gloves outside of uh, the wonderful Art Emerson, Art you Who wore one boxing glove. Yeah. So real interesting technique here, but having the gloves.
0: I mean, we just saw Hackney go out with a broken hand. The gloves would prevent that. So we'll see how it fares for Mister Mitchell. Gregory, one someone we've discussed at length in the past, one Lonzo Ball has announced mm-hmm. has announced that he would rather be drafted by the Lakers than go number one overall.
1: Ah, oh, thank God! Thank God he said that. I mean, that was important. He adds... Did he say it or did LeVar Levar say it?
0: Apparently Lonzo said it. He adds that playing in front of family would mean more to him than being the number one pick.
1: Oh my god.
0: The problem is, is, you know, this is the kind of thing
1: that scares me about the NBA draft. What's that? Like, they're almost going to, like, fix... I hate to say that the NBA draft is fixed because I know it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not, but... Those are the kind of things that fuel these rumors. So if the Lakers somehow trip and fall into the number one pick, mm-hmm. which is unlikely based off of percentages, sure. it, 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 he's going to go one overall and they're going to take him and it's going to be very annoying.
0: Well, I think it's going to be more interesting when he they get the number one pick. Well, I would be very angry by that, but it, I would be somewhat comforted to watch the Lakers then take Markel Fultz over Lonzo Ball and have to watch Lonzo Ball's re- response to that. All right, Felix, oh. Felix Mitchell, 28 years old, 5'11", 220, Shamrock, 36 foot, 215. Uh yeah, I don't they're not going to pass on. They would not pass on Markel Foltz. Although it's Magic Johnson, so God knows.
1: <laughs> it's Magic Johnson. It'll be interesting, man. Uh, I hate I hate I'm starting to I'm starting to turn on the ball family.
0: Yeah, he's well, this is the first time Lonzo's really been getting into it, it. Before it's just been LeVar also, Lonzo had I mean, he's, a terrible tournament. I mean, I'm fine with what him saying that he thinks he's better than Fultz. Like, yeah, he
1: should think so. Say what you say. Say what you want. You should think you're better. But like to say to try to pick where you want to go,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like I hate that. I hate that. Don't don't Eli Manning me.
0: Yeah, I don't want him. Like, I, I would accept him here if we had this number three pick in the draft, but he would not be the guy I would I would be excited about. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, Markel. I'm just Bolt. glad we lost to the Nets. Seriously. And the Lakers beat the Spurs somehow. Even better. Lakers he Mitchell looks like he's ready. He's wearing Aladdin pants,
1: though. <laughs> he's wearing is Aladdin pants.
0: He's trying to get. Well, I, get, I don't know. Is the original Aladdin out at this point? Probably, right? Did, trying to get. Into Trevor, sequel. T- he changed he pants. He changed trunks. He did. He went from red to gold. Interesting concept. And also, apparently, there's a good ring girl and a bad ring girl. Judging from once wearing a white shirt and once wearing a black shirt. <laughs> I like what they did there. That's 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 smart thinking by the UFC brand. Yeah, that's going to pay off when 13 years later girls start to fight. All right, so Shamrock in his new pants, looks good. Looks really strong.
1: interesting. Fight stance from uh, from Mitchell. Just
0: hands. Yeah. Straight out. You know what it kinda looks like? Is uh it's like a um a bull what's the the bull thing? He's, like a matador? Yeah, 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 a matador. He he yeah. just, he had a cape. If he had a cape that would be perfect for him.
1: Didn't really work out considering Shamrock came right at him and grabbed him around the waist. Well, not the, a lot of evading.
0: I get the impression that Felix Lee Mitchell is not the strongest fighter in the world and he's just kind of happy to be here and somehow advanced to the second round without fighting. I mean, he's a semifinalist. He's a semifinalist <laughs> at UFC. True. Break. You can never take that away from him. Earned it. Semifinalist. I like the
1: pants. Oh, he just kind of looks I like, like the...
0: he's trying to fall at this point. He seems like
1: he's trying I to like go the dead pant... weight. Pants taped to the leg. Yeah, which is which is a nice touch.
0: Absolutely. He's worried about bugs. Just in spinning. case Shamrock,
1: just in case Shamrock gets any ideas.
0: <laughs> there will be no inappropriate touching here. Uh, so this is no. a, This has been a weird fight so far. It's this, a lot of shamrock grabbing. Yeah, grabbing and holding. A lot of a lot of stuff up against the cage.
1: <clears throat> this is. I yeah. mean, the hand fighting. The hand fighting's interesting. I mean, feel, you got to give it to Felix Mitchell. You definitely, you know, to, to get thrown in there against a guy like Ken Shamrock and and be able to to sort of throw elbows and defend and. uh and kind of keep it keep it to keep it to a low, uh, like uh, keep Shamrock just kind of at bay here.
0: Is he trying to it's, go it's for some sort of like arm kind of deal here? I don't know what his plan is. Also, you know what I don't understand about these these replacements is that yeah, like this guy did not fight. Why do they right? If if the winner of the fight cannot go, why does the loser of the fight not get to advance? They just pick some other. I'm person. not sure. Yeah,
1: you would think that. I mean, I guess it depends on how badly damaged you are. Like, I, I guess Yarborough wasn't damaged too bad, but it's fatigue a factor in his case because I have a feeling, <laughs> you know, just a hunch, Yarborough
0: isn't exactly the uh, the big the biggest stamina guy. Yeah, you could be right, but I would have loved to see him fight Shamrock. Oh, absolutely! Could you imagine?
1: Yeah, we talk, me and my friends, me and my friends talk about the Hackney Yarborough fight. To this day, because we saw it on oh. Ultimate Knockouts, like one or two. Oh,
0: it's it's, old, so it's that's sh- is that like uh, those old basketball highlight videos they used to put out? Pretty much, yeah. It's it's basically a
1: uh, array of knockouts from mm-hmm. from yesteryears, sort of a compilation, if you will.
0: This is what is what is he trying to do? I'm not he, sure. I, He's not even Shamrock to... has really no offense. Yeah, and but which is which is odd because it seems like Felix here isn't really defending himself in any tangible way. Like no, he, he's grabbing the shorts, grabbing the tights. Interesting. Yeah, we, we have a tights battle. Yeah, let's not pull that too much. I don't need to get some Shamrock butt cheek on my screen. <laughs> it's coming, and it's not going to be good. Oh god, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, this is just they're just kind of hanging out up against. Up against the ring. Yeah, it's it's not a very
1: uh, it's not a very action packed battle, and I just think most of it's because they don't really know what they're doing. You're talking about Shamrock who already fought for almost five minutes against your boy Leiningerger. Uh-huh. and uh, and Felix Mitchell just is not is not a super skilled guy. He's trying to punch uh, his
0: calves, know. Or his thighs. What is what is he trying? You to... know any advantage you can get. Any advantage you can get, I guess. Like I don't
1: know. I feel like <laughs> if I was in Me these, he's really hammering the thigh.
0: Oh, that's not great. Shamrock has got a massive wedgie at this point.
1: Yeah, you really see butt cheek, which is weird.
0: Yeah, it's not not awesome. <laughs> doesn't
1: it? Doesn't doesn't do a lot for for uh, selling this as uh, as mainstream.
0: Yeah, they they probably wish this okay, there's the tap out. Shamrock on <laughs> Rear naked choke, Shamrock, please pull your pants back to a proper position. Yeah, which is to say put pants on. Yeah. Oh, Shamrock sh- looks exhausted. He does. This is this is interesting. What is going on here? This did is... no one train cardio for this? Yeah, well he does he seems more like a hardcore muscles guy than a cardio guy. He's more of a weights guy.
1: <laughs> that's know. why they show
0: him lifting. There you go. If only he mixed in a little bit of time on the treadmill, he'd be a little bit more ready to go. Oh,
1: Dan Shaughnessy is uh is uh Felix Mitchell's trainer. Really? Because that, that's weird.
0: I thought that was the guy the guy from uh from Breaking Bad who they bring in as a who uh what's his name the the chicken guy the chicken guy who's the chicken guy. Gus Fring. Gus Fring. Gus Fring brings in to potentially replace. Um
1: uh oh, I know who you're talking about. It's the
0: guy who they eventually Yeah, the killer Jesse him.
1: eventually uh Jesse, yeah.
0: Jesse shoots him.
1: Spoiler yeah, spoiler alert for <laughs> anyone who's never seen Breaking Bad. But that's but, your own fault.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Honestly, it, it ended like five years ago and it's one of the best shows in the history of television, so if you haven't really seen it yet. Yeah, so it, it ended be, it ended when I moved to Oregon. I watched the like
1: last three episodes, like the first couple weeks I was in Oregon.
0: That's a great show. Can I tell you? It's one of those shows that I've never heard, for whatever reason, I've never been able to bring myself to rewatch. Though, oh shit, Jim Brown just said something. He's actually getting
1: to speak, which is amazing. I mean, getting involved, and they cut right away. Yeah, we
0: won't know what it is because he said two things and then he walked away. But that's fun. All right, so we've got uh, we've got Harold Howard versus Royce Gracie in the next to last fight. Let's, uh, yep,
1: what well, we've this.
0: all been waiting for. Let's cue this thing up. I I love More watching Harold Howard. I love watching Harold Howard fight. This guy is a lunatic. Tell me when you're ready to go. Uh,
1: hang on, I'm trying to find it. Where the hell is it? Oh boy, is.
0: this is going to be a short one.
1: Alright, I am ready. Alright,
0: let's go. So this is a. Yeah, 5 minutes, 16 seconds is definitely a short video. Howard's talking about the mistake that he's made by coming back to fight Gracie, even though Gracie looked like he was about to die after the first fight. The outfit, like, is he wearing a duster? What jacket is um, he wearing in this interview? I'm not sure. He's like, this is—he just got done with his Metallica cover band, and <laughs> now he's gonna come fight Hoist Gracie. He—he he definitely is your your neighborhood like bar guy. He's yeah, the guy in the corner. Can I tell you? Looks charismatic right here. Looks like he's having a good time. Don't know what he's saying? Looks like he's enjoying himself. I mean definitely entertaining. There's no doubt about it. He has that he has that
1: uh that attitude about himself. Oh there there we go. Canadian flag, the Canadian version of the Conga line. Uh Harold Howard covering his mouth, I guess for the smoke, doesn't want to get any in there. Hey, makes sense. Makes sense. In the anvil, Neidhart leading the way right, right in front of him. Yeah, I can see that. I
2: can, I can
0: see that. Interesting choice of, of entourage. I love this guy in the smoking jacket. Like, I want him and the other hype guy just to like, go at it. He he. I'm trying to think. He looks like someone famous now, but I
1: can't put my finger on it. Who, Harold Howard? No, not Harold Howard. The guy in the
0: smoking jacket. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Harold. Harold wearing his uh, his classic wife beater. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely took a shower in between matches because he looks can't, fresh. Can't blame him. Can't blame him. Just wrestling with a sweaty guy for five minutes. Probably got some blood on you. Let's get cleaned up. Let's get. No, he, he he quickly dispatched Roland Payne. Quickly dispatched Roland Payne. All right, but he's still sweating. He was, you know, he's this is an excitable guy. It looks like he sweats easily. He's sweating right now. He's getting wiped off.
1: A weird motion to his nose as if he wanted smelling salts there. No, no, no. Uh, more Conga.
0: Uh, Here you go. Yeah. Conga uh, City. The Hoist Gracie clan appears to have uh, grown between fights. I, they just
1: add more and more people to the end of the line. It's like the crowd <laughs> jumping in.
0: Every time. As if they were actually person. at a wedding. Every time. One more person. Amazing. Gracie is... He looks better. He looks better. He was... Having some troubles at the end of that last fight. Definitely the gee is bloodied. He's got a, got a bandage below his left eye. But. He looks prepared. He, he looks good. He looks all right. Gracie 27, 6'1, 180. Harold's 36, 6'2, 230. This is uh, Canada versus Brazil, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Brewers outfielder Ken Keon Broxton took a hel- a pitch to the helmet in the second inning. Small nasal Oof. fracture. Yeah, so, not that, good. It's unfortunate, but that, nothing better than the Phillies. The Phillies being tied four four
1: this afternoon and giving up the go ahead home run to a relief pitcher.
0: Did that happen? I saw that. I saw it was four four, and then I didn't, didn't see anything else. That's
1: how they took the. Lead. That's how the Reds took the lead. They gave up a solo home run to a relief pitcher.
0: Interesting. I don't think I ever got that update. The final score update. Is the game over? It's got to be right.
1: Yeah, it ended. It was a day game. They lost seven four.
0: I didn't, get the, I didn't get the
1: update today. Oh, yes, I did. I just <laughs> didn't pay attention to it. Todd Howard looking very confident considering he's going up against the guy who's won six fights in a row. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's won the first two championships. But you have, to, you have to have this sort of swagger. It's not, but it's not, like, what is this dance? It's like a one foot in front of the other step. I'm not guy. sure. It's a white guy dance. Just pick yeah. one thing, do it easy. Don't
1: be very jump. nervous in the corner here. Well,
0: I, he is just, he is beat already. I think they're going to... From the walk what, to the ring. What are they talking about? They're not really sure. Coming to work on Hoist? Is it possible? I don't, I don't know. Well, this is going to end soon. Is this possible that Hoist Gracie is going to drop out? I think Hoist Gracie's not going to go. We're, we're good. We're, yeah. we've only I got, don't know. We've only got 56 seconds left. That I Somebody just threw a towel into the ring. Oh, there's a towel. This is yeah. over. Hoist Gracie is, is taking himself out. Of the fight against Harold Howard, who is now advancing to the championship, I suppose? Harold Howard is going, via default win, to the finals. Well, this... Alright, so if I was Ken Shamrock, I would be pissed off right now. Because this is the wow, exact really? same thing that happened with Shamrock. His guy was not prepared to fight. They they found a replacement for him, and he had this weird 11-minute fight with Felix Hernandez... <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, whatever his name was Prior, prior to his, his career as a Mariners pitcher Correct One of the most electric fastballs in the game
1: Also, ex-
0: extremely
1: weird celebration here going on by Howard Howard's camp Very excited that he advanced to the finals Which I understand, that's fine But you won via default, like,
0: take it easy Okay, so So interestingly It now appears that Ken Shamrock is too injured to fight in the finals. Fatigue being a factor back in back
1: in these days, uh, and Harold Howard will now face Steve Jenham in the finals of UFC 3. Yes, this, uh, now,
0: a Nebraska police officer, Steve Jenham, is he, just he walking has, into the finals of UFC. I mean, literally placed into the finals. He got a two-round bye. You don't
1: see that in any other sport. Tell me the electric factory this thing created. Yeah, at least uh at
0: least Howard had a fight one fight.
1: To be honest, I I I'm not gonna lie, I had I had Jenham and Howard in a parlay to make the finals back in nineteen ninety six. I bet so, you won a
0: bunch of money. I bet you I was excited. That's like uh who that uh, Leicester, Leicester U yeah. or Leicester City, whoever it is, like a thousand yeah. to one to get to win the ah. Soccer tournament to win the Premier League. The Premier League, five thousand yeah, yeah. to one shot. I got paid on this one. Oh, I bet you. You didn't even know. Like Steve Jenham was not even listed amongst the participants, and you still picked Exactly.
1: It. I had inside info. All
0: right. Uh, so apparently, you were working hand in hand with Ken Shamrock to get both of uh, both of your financial careers going. Are you ready to kick off this fight? I am prepared for the final uh, in UFC three. All right, let's go. Here we are, UFC 3 Finals. This is, uh, once again, it's UFC... Th- What's the, the tagline for this one?
1: Uh, the American Dream. Say it was, the
0: American Dream. Yeah. Steve Jennings
1: looks extremely motivated, to have not fought any fights, and then end up in the finals.
0: Yeah, hey, I mean, super fresh. Can't, can't be fresher than this.
1: No, no you, you basically sat around for three hours and then made the finals.
0: And somebody's like tapped him on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, do you want to compete in the championship?"
1: He was in the stands watching. They taped all this later. Yeah, that's probably true.
0: <laughs> that is probably true. All right, so... More
1: con- I don't understand the obsession with the conga line in, the, in this in this tournament. Every single fighter, minus Kimo, who came in carrying the crucifix, uh, came out with at least a, a little bit of a conga line.
0: Well, it's all about showmanship, and we don't know who's. The... Then I'm looking like a like. A direct, uh,
1: a direct copy of Lance Storm for all you WWE fans.
0: Have we seen Genom in the previous two UFCs? I think. I've, I think no. Heard, okay, I've, I felt like I've heard the name Genom before, but apparently not. Maybe right. you're
1: just a big, you're just a big follower of the Nebraska Police Department.
0: I mean, yeah, I, of course. They still talk about this random match from 22 years ago to this day.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they posted on their Twitter feed all the time
0: I don't know what uh, and th- believe me that in Nebraska I, I god I, oh, I, I No would more smoking pray to god. Jacket. I would pray to God uh, yeah he a little premature in his celebration mr. smoking jacket I I just wish that he was the one fighting they're like you know what if fair, only. fair is fair I'm gonna go out there I'm gonna fight Steve Jenham two guys Harold Howard, Howard also adding a ton of guys to his yeah. line and he comes out well a lot of them are from the Gracie clan they just they want to be involved
1: <laughs> is it me or does every does every guy in his entourage look like they could be a, a Canadian nineteen nineties pro wrestler they yeah. all have
0: that like hockey mullet haircut yeah I, I can see that ever since, and this guy he is not prepared he did not go into today thinking I'm going to be fighting for the championship in UFC 3
1: yeah, how do, how could he have prepared for a guy who has the heart foundation as his entourage?
0: That is, there you go, there you go. Brett the Hitman giving him some excellent advice in the form of <laughs> sweet, sweet sunglasses. Give him, give him a sharpshooter. That's all he keeps yelling from the side. Not the best tactic, but you know. I once saw—not to brag here, not to brag—when oh. I was a when I was a young, young, young boy at uh, I don't know if I was in Atlantic City or Ocean City. Saw Scott Steiner at the boardwalk. Wow. Pretty exciting. <laughs> I mean – Pretty I, exciting. I mean, <laughs> I'm going
1: to go pick up that name he dropped. Jeez. <laughs> Scott Steiner.
0: Pretty exciting. Actually, better
1: than Rick Steiner.
0: For, uh, for a – You know what's weird?
1: Yeah. Rick Steiner now, first of all, looks pretty much identical, but he's like a real estate agent
0: in sure. like Georgia
1: somewhere. Oh, okay. And I think he ran for, like, City Council
0: yeah, that right.
1: as Rick Steiner, like, as his name. Really? As but a character? But that's not his actual name. As a character? That's like, awesome. Yeah, like, his name is, like, Mark Rick Steiner. Like, that, his last name is Rick Steiner. Like, it's weird. But yet, he was allowed to run
0: for, like, City Council as Rick Steiner. Not right. sure how that works. Big, but Big John's still trying I, to figure out exactly what's going on. Yeah, you're right, Robert Robert Rechsteiner, R-E-C-H-S-T-E-I-N-E-R.
1: Here we go, finals, UFC 3. Oh, shit! Howard not intimidating. Oh, shit.
0: All right. A cartwheel, somersault Sweet little kind of front kick try thing, that was exciting. One of the more, surprisingly athletic move for this guy. (laughs) And that's just, oh, I don't, I... I don't know what I'm seeing. He's trying to kill him. Is that man? He's he's trying to bring that gentleman's title. I head mean, he's off. working. He's working
1: a really really deep guillotine. I'm not gonna lie. Gentleman with pretty good defense. Just got to get his neck out. <laughs> yeah, I that, mean, is, that is the big problem, isn't it? You have to get your got, neck out. But <laughs> he but he got into a pretty good position. The question becomes if if Harold Howard can't choke him out here, we're gonna have a problem on our hands because he's gonna be exhausted. There's gonna be no arm arm strength left.
0: Well, there's only about four minutes left in this UFC. So I don't know, Jenum got it, flipped around, got out of it. Uh-huh. Some sweetest
1: just brutal punch right being... off now. Oh, there. nice
0: left. Great. Nice left. Jenham dodges a big right, gets Howard down on the ground, he's on top. Full mount. I was Here gonna say go. I was gonna say full mount, but I didn't feel confident enough in what it was. Punching Howard Close in the enough. head, this might this might get stopped. This might get stopped. Howard looks like... It's over! Steve Jenham is your champion! The towel. Un- Unbelievable. Unheralded. Out of nowhere. Steve Jenham. UFC 3 champion. And every single person in his, his entourage has the same haircut as him. But... I so, mean... Oh, yeah. So Steve Jenham, he worked for, like, four minutes. And he's your UFC 3 champion.
1: I mean, unbelievable. Cinderella
0: story. Like... Just, just ridiculous. Good for you, Harold Howard. You go down as one of my favorite UFC fighters to this day. I mean, showing a lot of class, waving to the crowd. I'm like bowing.
1: I'm like, to Steve I like Genham. I love Harold Howard. Like that's my guy. I mean, you have to be disappointed for him. One excellent first uh, first impression for, for a, a, a confident Harold Howard. Steve Jenham, really. I mean. The fact that he, the fact that he actually won UFC three Howard is the wanted, most forgettable thing I've ever, I've ever really can, yeah. can see.
0: That was sad. Har- Howard really wanted to shake his hand. Jenham did not see it, and
1: uh, like, not interested in being here's his here's friend. Here's what I
0: like about this is that Harold Howard is as excited for Steve Jenham as Steve Jenham is. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know, Harold Howard is just there to
1: compete. Jack McBrayer interviewing uh, <laughs> Harold Howard on the outside.
0: What else I mean, yeah, Just, this is a this is an interesting group behind him. I love I love this guy. <laughs> I really love this guy. Do we? Don't see worry, him? this is not the last you see of Harold
1: Howard. He does reappear. All right. Uh, a little bit down the line. So.
0: All right. So Steve Jandam, like I said, worked for four minutes. One. You know uh, what? Looks like sixty thousand dollars. Thank God, thank God they didn't write the name on the check like we talked about last week. We thought it was weird. Yeah, you're not kidding. We're
1: going we're gonna to end up right here. He's going to end up writing, uh, writing Steve Jenham on there. Big so weird to see Hoist Gracie being the one and two champion and then uh, the obviously highly regarded Steve Jenham
0: as UFC 3 champion. September 9th, 1994. Wow, production. I mean, he
1: literally, he literally, the actual fight time, the towel came in at a minute 27. Ooh. He fought for a minute and 27 seconds and made $60,000. That is a solid day's work for sure. That's, that is actually more than guys now. Some of the undercard guys who, like, their show money is, like, $2,000. Their win money is $2,000. Mm-hmm. They go to a decision. They win $4,000 mm-hmm. for 15 minutes of fighting. Steve Jenham, a minute 27. $60,000.
0: 23 years ago. Think about that money now. You can, by the way, these novelty checks, you cannot cash this. Do not try and cash that, Jenham. Do not try and I mean, you deposit that. The the bank. Out. You can't. You cannot take that to the bank. That is not legal tender. Hmm. Yeah. That's it. Now you know that. So there we go. UFC 3, the American the Dream. Steve Jenham. Wow. What what else can you say, Steve Janum?
1: <laughs> I mean, certainly, certainly a surprise to you, um, and honestly me when I when I looked at the bracket today before we did this, I forgot who actually won. I knew Hoist pulled out due to fatigue from the chemo fight, because the chemo fight is something that gets talked about, you know, a lot, uh, okay. you know, now I guess okay. in modern day they they bring him up. Uh, and how ridiculous that fight was, but very interesting, very interesting conclusion to uh,
0: to the matchup. And uh, my up next shows me that Steve Jenham does reappear in UFC 4. So back here next week, next Friday for you guys, we will see how UFC champion Steve Jenham fares in UFC 4. Until then, I've been Chris Fordell, he's been Greg Crown. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for your continued uh, support of the show in, in the form of the reviews and the rankings and everything like that. On iTunes, please keep it up. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week.